again, everyone, for another episode of the Puppet Podcast. Everyone, things happening. The Puppet Podcast is growing. We reach more and more territory. And if you are here, please feel free to write in the chat from where you are watching the podcast because it's we connect with with the other part of the world right now so i'm always happy to read some description i'm there i'm watching you i've watched the show so yeah we have a, a wonderful workshop also who will happen on august 7 and let me bring in the screen the promo so it's swazzle if you don't know the swazzle team patrick and sean they are so awesome they they do different kind of puppet but what touching me is that they have worked with jim carrey on this show called kidding and yeah they will talk about like mouth palettes how to do a quality puppet mouth palettes it will be really interesting so it's in august and it's in the evening at seven on the seven so it's easy to remember but uh yeah those are for our patreon members we have this patreon account that we build and we we want to have you aboard of this wonderful community that we create and this workshop it's just seven bucks so you have this monthly fee with all the workshop that we build and you have access to the past workshop we have done one about web series, one about puppet greeting, and we have many good stuff coming in as we met a lot of great professionals who have stuff to deliver and share because this community is all about sharing and we grow as a piece of art, maybe the eleventh art. Yes, let's wish that. We will have the eleven as we have the 10 number, the art form. So yeah. Tonight or this morning, because my guest is in Singapore and it's the morning on this part of the world. So they are always in front of us because it's always the next day before us in, in America. But everyone who are there, just welcome this wonderful Frankie Malashi. Hello, Frankie. Good morning. With a <laughs> cup of coffee. It's 7 a.m. in the morning here in Singapore. <laughs> yeah, we figure to, to, to connect at this time, but it's it's an early morning. Are you, are you early bird or night owl? <laughs> well, I am uh, mostly a night owl, but then at this time, it says the early bird catches the bird. Uh, the, the early bird catches the worm. <laughs> See, I can't even think properly now. It's too early. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I need my coffee. Yeah, take take the time. It's a, a cozy <laughs> podcast. We we have time to to share about our art. But I want you. I always like when the puppeteer introduce himself to the podcast people who are watching. Could you tell me about where you're from? What how you get into puppetry? Uh, my name is Frankie Malakai. I'm from Singapore. You know, uh, we started doing puppets uh, probably in the 1990s. And then uh, we kind of like started with a small little uh, group of people. And uh, we still have a small little group of people. But then we grew the company and we built 
puppets, we built mascots, you know, for events like the Youth Olympics in Singapore, the Sea Games. Uh, we built for television, we built for movies, and uh, we had a lot of uh, fun building all these things all this while. Yeah. yeah. So that's what we do. That's amazing. And you have a wonderful background right there with a lot of funny people. Yeah, you should uh, do a little tour of my place here later on. So we uh, wanted to start a like a little museum and a little uh, puppet institute. We're trying to get a theater, but you know the space is too small. Yeah, but it's cool to see all your your work. So you have like string puppets. You have like multiple kind of puppets. Yes, we, we do a lot of different types of uh, puppets because puppetry is such a wide spectrum of different yeah. styles. And uh, we have done costume characters, we have done big giant walk around characters, we've done little ones, you know, and uh, we've of course uh, done, you know, experimenting with uh, animatronics as well. Wow, that's so interesting. So let's go for the question. It's always the same question, but it's give a lot of stuff to discuss about. Mm -hmm. You're ready? Of course I'm ready. I'm yeah. born ready. <laughs> That's great. So the first one is, why do you cherish the art of puppetry? Uh, why do I cherish the art of puppetry? Because, yeah. you know, puppetry is such a fun thing to do. I don't know how people can miss out on that. Uh, I've always wanted to be an actor, a singer, a dancer, but of course I'm not that talented, so puppetry does it for me. <laughs> and uh, making puppets, you know, making them, you know, putting your hands, getting all dirty uh, is something that I enjoy doing. The process of uh, uh, having an idea and then building it and then seeing it from page to stage, you know, it's, it's such a wonderful journey. And uh, why I cherish it so much because it brings joy to people. <laughs> and uh, I, you, you gotta hear this story, you know. Um, one day we were doing, uh, we were engaged to perform uh, for a school, uh, you know, a group of school children. And these are not young children, this is about like maybe uh, 12 to 16 years old. Uh -huh. And we are doing our regular performance, right? So, you know, it's very interactive, it's fun for the kids. And about a week later, the events organizer, you know, called me up and says, hey, uh, you remember the show you did for this particular place? And I said, oh, yeah, of course. You know, it was such a fun thing to do. And he kind of like, uh, well, the one of the students who saw the show was actually suicidal, you know. And he was feeling down. He was like deciding to take his life afterwards. And after he saw the show, something just went ping and he just, you know, had a wake up call. And because he was laughing so much, he was enjoying him, himself so much. And we were talking something, you know, we were doing that little people, the one that my friend Hobie, uh, Hobie Ford made. You know, he gave me some and then we did one of the routine with that. It was so funny, you know, that suddenly it just snapped and, and he woke up and says, oh yeah, you know, life is not that bad after all. So wow. that's why I cherish puppetry, because it brings joy to people. It brings people, you know, it, it begins to bring people to a, a roller coaster of emotions, all right? And, and that's just so wonderful. Totally. I totally agree. That makes some spark. And it brings me to my next question. I want to know when your, your crush 
for puppetry happen? My crush for puppetry. Yeah,、uh, how well, it happened for you? <laughs> well, since I was a kid, I grew up, of course, like many people, watching television,、yeah. uh, watching uh, Sesame Street, watching、uh, the Storyteller, or mostly by Jim Henson, though. And I was very much influenced by him, you know. When I read his autobiography,、uh, it bring it brings such a hope to 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 me that hey, I can do something like that too. And、mm. of course, I、uh, during my my time there was this、uh, show called、uh, Movie Magic. So it brought you behind the scenes where you see how things are made. Uh-huh. And and as a child, you know, I I'm I'm very curious about all these things, about making things, about taking things apart, about you know how things work. So watching all these uh uh television programs, it kind of like uh kept me very glued to the television and very interested, you know, in wanting to do something like that. So uh that's how I got started, and、uh, I'm glad I got started, and then I start. You know, experimenting with materials. I start experimenting with putting things together to see how it works. And、uh, finally, after thirty years, here I am. Yeah, it's a good advantage to have like puppets at television. It could inspire and make talented puppeteer like you. Yeah.、Uh, unfortunately, during my time, you know, we don't have the information highway like the internet or Google or anything、mm-hmm. like that. And we only rely on the TV. So, and、yeah. during my time, it was black and white too. <laughs> yeah, so it shows my age, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I want to know, in your opinion, what would be the best field of study for someone to become a puppeteer? Because people come from different field. So, in your opinion, what will be? Oh, this is such a, a, a wide open question because、yeah. it really depends on what you want to do as a puppeteer.、Mm-hmm. Are you a businessman? Are you interested in just building puppets, or are you interested in performing with the puppets? Because there are people who perform and can't build, and there are people who build and can't perform, and there are people、mm-hmm. who wants to perform and makes it a business, but. You know, show business. The bigger word is business, right?、Oh, yeah. So they are not a businessman. So you know, so it really depends on what you want to do as a puppeteer. So do you, if if you want to just be performer, then it will be good to go into the field of learning uh, uh, movements because this is what puppetry is all about. It's、mm-hmm. a language of movements, right? So at that time, I was privileged enough to learn under Todd Farley, who is a student of、uh, Marcel Masu. So I learned a little bit about mime, and it helped me to break the movements, all right, down、mm-hmm. to simple movements for my puppets to to be able to articulate and be believable, all right. So、mm-hmm. if you are interested in in、uh, puppetry as a business, then study business, and actually puppetry encompasses a lot of fine arts, all right. There is sculpting, there is a、uh, uh, makeup, there is the hair, there is costuming. So these are all great fields to study in. Right, so I know it's it's a it's 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 a lot of things to study. But then, the more you know, the better you become as a puppeteer. Yes, true, so true, and true. It's it's kind of um a lot of possibility. It's a lot of freedom. That's right. It br- it's bring me to to the next one about your definition. I always like to hear the personal definition of the puppeteer. 
your definition of a puppet when a child asks you, do you have your your answer that you create a some joy to the children or or for the family, <laughs> your definition, your personal one. Okay, uh, the basic of all basics, all right, the basic of puppetry or puppets, uh, to me is B-A-S-I-C, it spells basic, all right. Okay. First, you pick up an uh, inanimate object, you know, like a stick, a ball, a piece of fabric or paper, you know, you, you pick it up and then you breathe, all right, the breath of life into it. And the moment you breathe the breath of life into it, you know, uh, you begin to articulate the puppet, all right? You be begin to articulate the object that you're holding, all right? Uh -huh. You can articulate it with speech, all right? You can develop a voice and begin to talk, or you can articulate it with movements, uh -huh. right? So you have the breath of life, you begin to articulate, and when the, the, the object begins to move and, and be articulated, all right? it will begin to develop a soul, all right? Uh -huh. And with that soul, you know, it begins to have a personality, okay? Uh -huh. And once you have a personality, it begins to have an intellect. So B-A-S-I, so it begins to have an intellect. It's be uh -huh. beginning to be able to think, it's beginning to be able to feel, it's beginning to be able to emote. And uh -huh. once that's, you know, uh, in progress, then you have the last one, which is communication. Because that's what puppetry is all about. It's communicating an emotion, it's communicating an idea, or it's communicating, you know, something that the people can, can relate to. All right. So to mm -hmm. me, that's the basic of puppetry. Wow. I love this definition with the words. It's so clear. It's so great. Amazing. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So do you think the puppetry art is in an ascension or it's less popular in your observation maybe in your part of the world um as in everything else it will gain popularity and after a while people get sick of it and it will begin to lose its popularity and after a while uh, somebody will bring something new or bring something uh, all that that is made new and then it becomes popular again. So it's kind of like a, a, a roller coaster ride, you know, with its popularity. And puppetry has been around, you know, for like thousands and thousands of years, and it has never been kind of like become extinct. So I don't think puppetry will go away for a long time. Uh, in whatever form of puppetry it is nowadays, you know. Uh, puppetry is CGI, puppetry is anything. So, you know, uh, it's going to remain for a long time. I don't think it's going to go away. And somehow, somewhere, sometime, you know, somebody will bring puppetry and it becomes great again. <laughs> That's a good answer. And do you feel like we reach a roof of potential in our field of art? Or you feel we have like a golden age who will happen pretty soon or in the future? Well, I think, you know, um, as we progress, you know, technology progresses. Yeah. Uh, new materials have been invented. New ways of technology has been invented. And uh, we, like the old school people, <laughs> used to use paper and used to use wood. And then comes there comes along you know resin and plastics and then we started using these materials, 
And I believe in the days to come, you know, there will be new invention, there will be new materials that we can experiment with, uh, as well as new ways of making puppets. Uh, to my knowledge now, a lot of people are using 3D printing to make puppets. So yeah. I think, you know, uh, there will always be new ways to, you know, bring back the old. Yeah, <laughs> I like this. True, it's, it's a lot of future... Uh, could could go in every direction but i'm i'm positive right. too yeah that's right and um what is your biggest purpose as a puppeteer like something what for the my... future yeah your biggest purpose biggest purpose okay yeah. so um i think many people would probably have a dream you know, and uh, my, my, my goal towards this dream is to have a uh, permanent puppet theater here in Singapore because there's none here <laughs> uh, and uh, making it into a puppet theater. And then from there, it becomes an institute where, you know, people can learn about puppetry. And because puppetry has got such a wide range of uh, fine arts in it, and then uh, from there, you know, you can teach people all these, all these things. And then, of course, uh, having uh, the theater, the institute, and then you have the museum where people can learn about the history, you know, of puppetry. And when people come together, I think it's uh, quite holistic. It's quite, you know, uh, all-encompassing where people learn mm -hmm. about the history. They learn how to uh, make a puppet. And then from there, they can learn how to perform with the puppets. Yes, it's a total art, a total journey around it. <laughs> yeah. I wish it, it, it will happen. I, I can believe that you, you will achieve this goal for sure. Oh, thank you. I hope so too. <laughs> uh, I want to know where do you see puppetry in 10 years? Where do I see puppetry in 10 years? I think I will still see puppets in the movies. I will still see puppets on television. I will still see puppetry used in classrooms. And uh, in fact, we have used puppetry in many areas. We have used it in psychology, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. We made a puppet for a psychologist, a child psychologist. And mm -hmm. uh, he, because uh, when you try to counsel a child, uh -huh. you know, um, because of the authoritative figure, the child is very afraid. And then this psychologist, you know, would take the puppet we made and then speak to the child with the puppet. And suddenly the child, you know, became best friend with the puppets and began to relate uh, to the puppet things that happens at home. And we have mm -hmm. also used puppetry in medical science where, you know, we work together with uh, some scientists and then they would make a puppet and we would make the puppet and then they would install sensors into the puppet and then they would give the puppet to uh, an elderly uh, folk or to uh, special needs kids uh -huh. and the way they handle the puppet all right whether it's they're angry or whether they are you know uh, calm uh, the sensors will pick up all these uh, readings goes to the computer and be able to compute the well-being of the person you know uh -huh. so where do i see puppetry puppetry is actually used everywhere in education all right in entertainment in saving life, uh, uh, saving extinct animals as well. 
So, you know, uh, where the, the, the parents of the extinct animal, going to extinct animal died, they make a surrogate parents to feed the young. All right, so I see puppetry everywhere. Is it going to die out soon? No, I don't think so. Because, you know, it's a very wonderful medium and I think the more people knows about it, that's why the museum is important. That's why the history of it is important. That's why teaching it and passing it down to the next generation is important. So I think it's going to remain uh, uh, around for a long while. Yes, I totally, I'm, I'm with you on that. I agree totally, 100%. <laughs> And I always like for the conclusion to bring a character in front of the camera. Maybe you want to talk about mechanism. Maybe you, you have a specific one that you create. You want to show to us to put some visual, visual on what we just talked. Okay, sure. Uh, let me put this down for a while. <laughs> and uh, let me bring one of the puppets that we made. Uh, yeah, can you see? Yeah. So yeah. actually, uh, I made this for, you know, one of my, my colleague. And uh, this is a little doll that I got. And then uh, I kind of uh, re-engineer it. So with this, uh, of course, she's able to raise and move her hands. And this is very much inspired by my mentor, Philip Huber. So I went to uh, his master class and then, you know, uh, kind of made this. So this is basically a marinade and only has uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven strings. All right. So with this, uh, she's able to articulate <laughs> again when you breathe life into it, it's able to articulate. All right. And then uh, she's able to <laughs> bend backwards. Wow. I want the full screen. Okay. Yeah. So right very uh, certainly inspired. <laughs> Well, you were yeah. from from Sertesale, right? Yes. Okay, so she does, you know. Of course, she does this with music and everything. Oh, and... she do equilibrium. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay, so she does a little oh. lift. <laughs> <sighs> and do a little oh. Russian split. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and she's able to do... A little scissor split. <laughs> wow. So realistic. And one of the the least amount of string, yeah, even even fly up, you see. So uh <laughs> the least number of strings, but yet uh one of the more technical ones uh to to uh manipulate. So she's able to lift her hands on one hand. Okay, and then down she goes. Wow. <laughs> I will send that to my contortionist friend. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So this is uh, that's what puppetry did for me. I, I, I love to do something like that, but I'm not so talented. So puppetry, puppets does all the work for me. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> this, is, this is one of the uh, little puppets that uh, we made. Yeah, I love, like so much marionettes, like the strings yeah. and stuff. It's so yeah, cute. Yeah, I, I love marionettes because, you know, the puppeteer is so detached from the puppet. Uh, yeah. And also it's uh, very technically challenging, not only to make but to perform with as well. 
So that's what's uh, uh, kept, kept me going on uh, for Marinettes. Yes, it's so interesting. Thank you so much, Frankie. Yeah, thank you thank for having me in your program. <laughs> yes, it's a pleasure to have a, someone with like a lot of talent. It's so much versatility that you just show us. Yeah, thank and, you. And if people are curious about you, about your work, where they can find some information? Well, you can find me on Facebook. Uh, it's under Fozzy Bear. And that's where I would post a lot of my work in progress. Or you can go to www.mascotsandpuppets.com. All right, yeah. or in plural. So uh, again, www.mascotsandpuppets.com. So in there, uh, you'll see a lot of my previous work and some of the things that we have done. Amazing. Thank you so much. So stay there. I will get back to you after the interview. I would just conclude with the people. Thank you sure. so much, Frankie. Thank, Thank you, you, Caroline. You're welcome. Yes, everyone. That was wonderful. We, we crossed the world in few few minutes with this live uh, Facebook podcast. So everyone, feel free to share this interview, put it on your wall. You know how it works, share it. So many people could see more about the puppetry and what we do. And uh, I want you to remember to um, look at the Patreon because we have also a lot of tips to help like the puppeteer to promote online, how we can like take the, the, the place that we deserve with our art so we have good cues Ellie uh, have good like every Saturday do a little talk to give us some tools about how to promote more our art and it's really specifically for puppeteer for puppet lover for people who wants to like get out of the the, the misunderstanding of social media and how we can yeah get the the, the floor yeah so yeah and everyone the workshop who's coming i put it in the screen again the swazzle team who will do the workshop on august 7 so this is another thing on patreon so have a look on that too and everyone i will wish you the best we have other great interview next week we have one tomorrow with um wale santana so yes, from Brazil. So yeah, we will cross another area, another continent. So everyone have a wonderful evening, a wonderful morning if you are in Singapore area and see you soon for another episode of the Puppet Podcast. Learn how to get your first 1,000 YouTube subscribers. Join our Patreon page now. Link in the description.